0: Yo, yo, this is Gerald. And Alicia. Welcome to Forever Students, where we talk about continuously growing and how we can be better and better. Not taking life for granted and not being an expert, but being a forever student.
1: Yeah, which is really important. Always (laughs) always being open to learning. Yeah. Um... Because no one's got all the answers
0: We're always learning That's right And you know what um, It's like we all down here figuring it out Right All down here figuring it out No matter how much somebody look like they got their shit together They still got to figure some part of their life out That you might have mastered So we forever students down here
1: Exactly And yeah, no one Like we said before No one has it all figured it out Even though they look confident um, and look like they got their stuff together. It's it's something that they don't know, it's something that they're not quite, uh, you know, really in tune with within their life, whether it's this themselves or whether it's dealing with other people, religion. Um, yeah, so we forever out here learning.
0: I think, um, So pretty much for every student is like the one of the main components of it is um, self awareness and self knowledge. Um, It's a lot of people out here that uh well I'll start with myself. Um, Yeah,
1: give a little background.
0: I give a little background. Okay, so I grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, um, you know I got I have a big family, but I was the youngest, so I kind of grew up by myself for. Uh the last end of my life like last high last half of my home life, but um I grew up around mental illness um you know seen it a lot um ironically uh when I got grown, I got a job in mental illness, and uh that's where I currently do. I work with people that have mental and physical disabilities um I help rehab them at a vocational school so they can get the skills. And social skills necessary to um to get a job and maintain a job and um that's one of the things that kind of opened me up to forever students because um um you know it's it's people are come from all walks of life and um it's amazing the different experiences that we have and the different people that you run into mm. um it's also pretty cool on, on my end, as far as working with them, is, um, it's a quick, quick, quick story. We got a little basketball team. The basketball team ain't the best, but it's something. You know, it's just, yeah. they get out there and have fun. And I, I really, um I admire them for that. No matter how good or how how bad they may be in basketball, they get out there and they, they, they work. They try hard. So I got asked to play on the team to fill in because uh, we was short one season. And, um, you know, um. I thought I was too cool to do it, you know what I mean? I was like, nah, I'm cool, you know what I mean? Walk out in my nice shoes and, you know, I'm, I'm good. But really, in the inside, <laughs> I was being a punk <laughs> because I didn't want to embarrass myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, what well, if I get out there and, and, and fall or whatever? So um, the other the coach, you know, um, he asked me a couple times, and I would go out there and watch and practice and watch the games, and, you know, it just dawned on me, man, like, who am I? Like who am I to be so important that I can't get out there and embarrass myself or have fun. You know what I mean? Who cares? We you know, we all we, we you know, we all learning, you know what I mean? But not to take myself too seriously and um uh, I, I did. Get on the basketball team. I, man, I, that's the most fun I've had in a long time. Wow, that's really cool. I had really a lot cool. of fun. Yeah. Well,
1: so not uh, going, like, just going with the moment?
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. kind of tapping into, like, self awareness to where, like, um, for me, I hide my feelings or I kind of, like, suppress them. Um, mm. Try to be cool, all kind of collective. But you miss out a lot on life doing that. And um, mm-hmm. so that's one of the parts that, um you know, kind of opened me up. To to this getting to learn and know myself, what about you
1: so for me, wow, okay, here we go so uh, I grew up in the house a uh, single single mom uh but she uh she was married to my father ended up getting divorced um but I have a older sister and a younger brother that I grew up with um me and my younger brother had the same uh parents um my older sister uh we have different dads so the way we grew up uh though it was like we didn't like put differences on it. Yeah. You know, she's just my sister. Um Same which I love her. Yeah, oh yeah, 'cause yeah. you got you got uh siblings that
0: Yeah, married, different too. yeah.
1: Yeah. But so um my family, however, <laughs> uh I didn't grow up particularly with uh a lot of people with mental illness. Honestly I I was the person with the mental illness really you know ironically but I grew up in more of a religious um background so I grew up in a a, a real not necessarily superstructure but structured Christian family uh, my uh, grandmother was a bishop um uh, I mean, I went to church growing up faithfully every Saturday. Every Saturday. Not Sunday, Saturday. we really believe the Sabbath was Saturday. Saturday. Um, but I always was curious as far as, like, things outside of Christianity. Um, oh, yeah. But the way I grew up, I mean, you didn't, you know, basically you didn't venture out. That was almost like... Uh, questioning God and a way to send yourself to hell almost, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you couldn't really, you know, watching Harry Potter basically was a no-no. You know what I mean? It was just little stuff like that. Um, So, yeah. uh, Growing up, went to church every Saturday, went to college, got my uh, degree in Business marketing, you know, did the traditional stuff people are supposed to do. American dream, kind right? Of you, about, yeah. you know, go to college, get your degree, get a job with mm. benefits. You know, still go to church. You know, mm. live a righteous life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, of course, I cannot say that I live just the most righteous life. I mean, any you know little <laughs> thing I would do, I would like just condemn myself for. It, so. Um, Nobody in my family really cursed. I had a couple of aunts was, you know, a little bit more free with that. But, I mean, <laughs> cursing was a no-no. I mean, really just being mean or having any type of feelings outside of church. Order, right. It yeah, yeah, <laughs> was a no-no. Of course, uh, fast forward, get married. Uh, having my two kids, didn't do that traditionally, let me tell you, and then from there, everything just (laughs) went like, you know, a whole nother way for me, really, um, because, well, you know, with me and you, of course, is you know, being married, we dated for two weeks.
0: Yeah, pretty much so. And got married. (laughs) Yeah, like, we met at work, and, uh, Uh, yeah, I, I was, um... Well, go ahead. I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt the story. But yeah, he
1: always been awesome. trying to interrupt my story. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, get married after two weeks, uh, have our first child, um, uh, which is six. We've been married seven mm-hmm. years. So she's six, so that obviously tells you how quickly we went about things. <laughs> and then now uh we also have a two year old, but um really when I got married, that's when my whole life kind of sh- like kind of shook. Like, you know, a little bit. Not saying I was doing everything perfectly, you know. We weren't supposed to have sex uh, without being married. But, of course, I did do those things, but I would condemn myself so badly. Uh, not supposed to curse, not supposed to do drugs. I didn't do any heavy drugs, but, you know, just, like, some weed, you know, here and there. But I would feel so terrible afterwards. <laughs> but after my marriage, you know, getting married, my life really just took a whole new, like, turn. Mm you know so I'm more into now like a cult thing I guess you would say so yeah um yeah it's pretty interesting but it's the fact that you know honestly in Christianity I knew I didn't know anything but you used to come off like you know it all like life is supposed to be you know perfect yeah
0: I got all the answers in a way sometimes
1: right and here I am learning that I am forever a student of learning things uh And not being so afraid to go outside of what I've been taught, and I have been going outside of what I've been taught (laughs) (laughs) for seven years now. So, yeah, it's been very interesting, very great, and very empowering to learn new things. Yeah.
0: Let's crack into it, let's crack into uh, how we. How we met, and um oh this, wow. I guess the religious <laughs> side of it, I think, oh um, goodness, <laughs> you touched on too, like uh, <laughs> in my um in in my family, we was a lot more loose we were still Christian, but a whole lot more loose, like right, which know. is
1: something I admired about you and your family, yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah, y'all
1: were a little bit more loose and more. We could talk about things.
0: Yeah, it was really open, open oh, yeah. conversations about it, almost anything. But um, uh, you know that that that, um, my parents used to tell me like, and all I get is a Bible verse. or something you got from the Bible, but all I get, all I getting, get it understanding. So like, like hmm. that kind of like left a really huge impression. Just saying, used to tell us like, you know, get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of stuff. And it's just like, oh damn, okay, so you know, King Solomon is really huge about wisdom and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, I had learned that, you know, um, he fell off of his throne because he got into like a cult stuff, you know what I'm saying? And like, interests me, like, you know, he started, you know, like doing other, um, um, the women he would get, he started following their traditions and stuff. Mm. And, um, you know, he kind of, then that's when he like kind of makes fall, but it's really interests me And, um, one of the other things that interests me was, like, um, these companies know so much about us. And more than more than we what we know about ourselves sometimes. But uh, religiously, like, we was real, we was, we was like, kind of open. Uh, I remember me and my pops used to watch The Omen and stuff like that when I was, like, super, super younger. My da- and my dad and my pops was a minister, too, so. Oh, like. uh, <laughs> I <heard about> <laughs> He was out to watch all the scary movies. I'm talking about, I used to be scared shitless, like... <laughs> Oh my gosh! But um, um <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I so, so
1: yeah, definitely different
0: backgrounds. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Same like on the same stick, but different sides. Yeah. So this one kind of met together, like we had that same, like well, I sing you and I want you, like that.
1: Oh my goodness! Met at Support Solutions, which is a place for people. With mental, with mental and physical disabilities, I ended up getting into that because I worked at a place at Sharon Williams. I moved to Knoxville, not knowing anybody. <laughs> and uh, so I could become <laughs> assistant manager and having to handle the store by myself one day, and end up hurting my back enough to where I couldn't live um uh, the pounds that were needed in order to keep the job. So end up having to leave and therefore I came to Support Solutions because my mom, which my mom is just like, <laughs> this is like achiever, let's just say that. But <laughs> my mom just knows a lot of people and so she ended up talking to the person that owns the whole company of Support Solutions and that's how I ended up getting a pretty high-up job in the I company. Yeah, I was like the third highest person mm-hmm. in the in the company for the Knoxville um, mm-hmm. area. And yeah, I mean, oh, wait. Let me go back, though. <laughs> because, talking about a religious background or whatever, when I moved to Knoxville, a little bit before I moved to Knoxville, actually, um, my mom wanted to go to Israel. So, I've been to Israel before, mm-hmm. And uh my grandmother ended up helping me pay for the trip, but I was always questionable about you know uh religion religion Christianity especially <laughs> um and then I got an eye open experience going and going to Israel for the first time. I was at this church, and I'm so sad because I do not have the pictures. pictures from there anymore, I actually used the iPad that uh, was an old. Ipad ended up um, it getting so old that it didn't really cut on anymore, and the camera ended up pawning it. We had some rough times, guys. We definitely <laughs> got to go back on that. But at the church, I wanted the church, I saw in the floor, big as day, but it seems like nobody else saw it.
0: So, this is i want mean, to frame. What kind of church it was and what kind of trip? It wasn't just like you went to Israel and was like just got, got the free fall. It was you went on a Christian, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: it was almost like a Christian, like pilgrimage basically. Like you yeah. was on a tour of you know where <laughs> Jesus died, where he walked, um, learning about the disciples. I mean, going to uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. I mean. Nazareth, I went to, yeah, Eye of the Needle, I mean, um, all that stuff, even where the pigs went into, I mean, not the pigs, the spirits went into the pigs and they ran into the water, Mm. you know, I mean, I went to basically every major part that people know in the Bible, plus, you know, some unmajor parts, even where, um, um, uh, what's his name? Hung himself uh, after uh, after Jews? giving yeah Judas yeah. hung himself. I went to that location too, but um, anyway, so basically yeah, this is basically like a pilgrimage thing. But anyway, so I go into this church and I happen to look down on the floor. This is a huge church. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the name of it mm-hmm. in Israel, but I look down. And there's this huge circle in the circles that have, <laughs> <so funny. laughs> they have, they um, have the 12 disciples, the 12 zodiac signs, mm-hmm. and like months, the right? 12 months or 12 something. something it was all the, tw- and it was shocking to me because I was, grew up as a Christian was told that Zodiac signs, stuff that was like, it don't belong, it don't belong in church. It was like, of the you know, that's that's evil. And I go into this beautiful Christian church, and they have that in the floor as almost like a guideline Mm. like the zodiac signs, and the 12 disciples, and the 12 tribes, Mm. and the monks. In the floor, what and that honestly, I feel like that's where my curiosity kind of sparked
0: mm.
1: even more to go. Like, I need to look outside of Christian, yeah. You yeah. know, that's when I feel like I, I was given the tools to be a student mm. to that's learn deep. other things. That's deep, you know.
0: I always admired you for like, 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 uh, you got you know, you went over there and seen something. You know, that you wouldn't see that you wouldn't see over here necessarily, or it would be deemed like you said, like evil. So once mm-hmm. you go on the, the the Christian itinerary trip, and they take you to these sacred places in Christianity, and they go to this church, just not any church, they go to a specific church, and boom, you see zodiac signs, da da da, and it's like wow, yeah, it that's was dope.
1: <laughs> it was super dope. Even getting to see what the eye of the needle is, I. I always thought it's, this was a real needle that, you know, said like, you can't go through. Which, you know, kind of makes sense, whatever. But the eye of the needle is really an entryway to this church, this beautiful church. And it is very small entry, so you mm. do have to duck down if you're, honestly, over, you know, four feet. Mm. You're going to have to duck down. But... It made perfect sense when I saw it. Mm. Because it was like a camel really honestly wouldn't be able to get through there. (laughs) Like there's no way. There's no way. It just opened my eyes up to stories in the Bible versus reality Mm. too. That whole trip, honestly, that part I told you about specifically, but that whole trip made me question how they teach stuff and how my imagination works with how It Mm -hmm. is being taught to me. Right. Because actually seeing this stuff, like even going to Nazareth, like it was a two-hour drive, Mm. and they walked there. Yeah. It was because even going to the Dead Sea, it was just an eye-opening experience. And anybody that considers themselves a Christian, I would behoove them to go to Israel because it would definitely like, switching things up they don't even know exactly where Jesus was crucified or buried they Mm. have three different locations wow that it could possibly be wow first off so it yeah it's just yeah (laughs) it's it's crazy and I definitely honestly want to go back because they even have two different Jerusalems Mm. there as well um they got one new Jerusalem and they have just Jerusalem mm-hmm. and yeah mind blowing <laughs> mind blowing but yeah
0: I think that um, I think um, I think it was pretty interesting um, I think it was interesting how, how we kind of came together uh, cause I had went to the Navy I didn't make it uh, I, I got um, I got separated I got kicked out whatever um, I didn't have a job, and I had had three kids before me and you met. Right, and, um, and I was
1: not trying to marry nobody <laughs> with no kids. Let me tell y'all that. What's not, but forever <laughs> a student, huh?
0: Right. You Once you think you know something, you find out you really don't know what you thought mm-hmm. you knew. Um, sometimes you say the things you say you won't do; is the things you end up doing, but it just it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, I was all in, I'm going to the Navy, whatever, you know, I'll make a living or whatever. Because um, in Nashville, there's no opportunities. Didn't make it in the Navy. Got back home. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm at home, living with my parents. Because before I had in my own place, but I'm back home, living with my parents. I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do now? That didn't work. And now I can look back and say, the military doesn't fit the type of um, type of person I am. Mm-mm, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm too, Wow. But um, <laughs> unorganizing other things. But get home. My brother has uh, his wife, Malik. Actually, uh, his wife mm-hmm. at the time, um, um, knew somebody who worked at Support Solutions, a manager. Uh, was you, what they used to call them, a house manager, or what was above a house manager?
1: A uh, PC. PC.
0: Yeah, she knew yeah. a PC. So um, and um, so Malik had called me. his like, Abra, I know you need a job." Um, you know, my, my 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 wife knows this P, this PC or whatever they can get you a job is working people with mental and physical disabilities. So I was like, okay, hell at like this time I need I just need it, I need a job. I want child support, you know. Hey. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he said, he said yeah. yeah, it's it's real easy. She said, all you gotta do is um you know do A B and C. I take the job or whatever. It was not like that, but that's another episode. So <laughs> um I'm working at you know I'm, I'm back in mental health and I'm working at Support Solutions and I'm about there for like maybe a year, maybe a year and a half before. Um Alicia comes and um you know, I I see her when she, after the first day she came there for the interview, I seen her. Uh she you had on um I mean, I'm not saying she like you're not here, but you had right. on um, <laughs> you had these heels on and I I remember I seen your foot because it was like open toe, but it was like um the the heel was like a wedge heel though. Mm-hmm. You know what she was I'm talking about? Yeah, I know yeah, which like one you're talking
1: about. Which, by the way, y'all, yeah, tattoos in my family, absolutely enough <laughs> And you was tatted. And I, I'm pretty tatted up. I damn, they got a sleeve, right? But you're yeah, right. even then, mm-hmm. I was pretty tatted. But anyway,
0: so uh, <laughs> I seen a tattoo, and I was like, man, who is that girl? So you had two t- two strings twisting your hair, and I was mm. like, man, who the fuck is that? Like, wow. But it it wasn't like a. Um, it wasn't like um it was different from what I had been looking at women with. Like mm-hmm. I had I had I had two I had two baby mamas and three kids and um at that time when you had kinda came to support solutions I was going through my I need I need I didn't change shit up, get serious about life mm-hmm. and stop doing my old shit, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so I I knew I wanted to be I wanted to be in a stable relationship. I wanted a wife. I didn't expect it to happen as fast as it did because i was just now kind of like trying to change my life up you know what i mean to what i do mm-hmm. so uh yeah i seen you. i was like first interview i was like golly who the hell is that and uh you got the job and i you a couple more times and uh we start talking and stuff like was, you know more to that story but i think one of the biggest things that we connected on was like Having those deep conversations Yeah um, Especially about religion Yeah That was like That really was
1: Yeah we I mean hours We had to at Eight o'clock in the morning And I was <laughs> We would sit there And talk Literally like when we Finally got hours. together And we and if, There's another episode We go deeper Into that <laughs> But we would literally Be on the phone Until we had to Go to work Yeah like yeah, yours was two hours, yeah. Before I had to go to work, yeah. and I would get two hours sleep and be at work. Yeah. And then still, wait a minute now, <laughs> still talk to him after I got off work. <laughs> Nobody knew we was talking until we announced our marriage. Really?
0: Yeah, because Nobody we did keep it on a low. Because your so was so Ain't high. like we
1: had to keep it for that long. It was only two weeks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think that was so good it, though. Yeah,
0: keeping
1: it the rest like that. But um, yeah. So. I mean, I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to do more episodes yeah. on, about this. But, I mean, long story short, um, for like for me being a Forever student, I had to definitely learn that my hard times were learning experiences <clears throat> and actually my Phoenix moments, you know mm, what I mean, to yeah. help me grow um i was the person that felt like a victim all the time when something bad would happen i would think that god was punishing me (laughs) so bad but really they were the things that actually pushed me to another level to be a better person Mm. so now i I don't take bad moments for granted we could definitely get into deeper (laughs) deeper things about that because we even in our own marriage we have had some some things happen. But then that, yeah, also taught me that I am a, a student. It's always going to be something that comes along that's going to make me grow until mm. death. You know what I'm saying? Even when I die, I'm still not going to hurt everything. Yeah. You know? But yeah. while I'm here, I know that it's a learning experience. I'm am I'm a I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And I'm mm. not going to get that whole experience yeah. unless... I learn, you know, things within my life and not be so closed off. Because as a Christian, I felt like I was definitely—and it's not all Christians. This right, right. is just how I grew up. I <laughs> felt like I was more closed <laughs> off. I couldn't ask any questions. So therefore, it—it kind of stunted my, my, Oops. my growth yeah. in a way. But yeah, mm. that's why I'm a favorite student. Mm. I'm just gonna close mine off at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, why? How our, how I'm a forever student. So um, it's kind of a deep question. I, I always look for deeper meaning when there's no deep meaning to stuff. But um, I, I, I would say that uh, growing up around people are experiencing mental illness, or you know, growing up around people who had mental illness, is. Um, I think that. Help me, or turn me into for uh, turn, turn me into a forever student. Earlier, I just didn't. I just wasn't sure. Um, and a forever student wanting to learn about the world and people because I was wondering, like, why do people do what they do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, if I can figure out why they do, then maybe I can help this person that has this mental illness. Mm. And um, um, as I got older. Um, I felt like I had a really unique experience, uh, in my household or in my family, compared to like my friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like my mama would, um, you know, she she would um, tell me or talk to me about things like as far as um, she 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 was really open with me. My mama was like really really open with me. um She wouldn't sugarcoat nothing or hide anything. So, I think that's what kind of started my favorite student. Um, uh, journey, I guess. So um, I think, and since then I've been, you know, reaching out and trying to learn all I can.
1: Yeah. And you're trying to start uh awareness class at the place you're working there right now. Right? Yeah. And, uh, about knowing yourself, which is so important. Another reason why we're all students. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> can keep going on and on.
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh, for every student, this is about learning yourself, learning life. You know it's impossible for us to know everything um but as long as the best thing we can learn is ourselves though and um and where life's taken where life takes us, I feel like the importance of it, yeah, but uh, I
1: guess, yeah. In this podcast, huh? all right, let's see that. <laughs> Can't wait to the next one. I know, right? This definitely is gonna be interesting journey for both of us yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so much I,
0: stuff to put in one episode.
1: I know, and it's it's like, oh my gosh, like so much to say. I feel like I still didn't say everything. So. Right. Until the next episode.
0: Forever learn.
1: Yay.